0: Your ability to leverage AI will determine your level of success in the augmented age.
1: Right, Mm -hmm. so targeting is a valuable tool if you use it, right? And it's all based on AI. And AI is going to be even more powerful in the future in the way that we use it. But it's always this last mile, right? There's always a gap between the latest technology and how people use it. And that's what we feel. We play in that last mile, where we're using the AI AI tools to give more value to our clients. Let's move on to talking about the
0: artificial intelligence, machine-based learning, predictive modeling tools. First of all, for people like me, um, can we just define those terms? What is artificial uh, intelligence, machine learning, predictive modeling tools?
1: Yeah. Well, artificial intelligence is the broader overall um, uh, category that we're talking about. And artificial intelligence is machine-based um, uh, cognitive abilities that that um, automate and, like humans, think like humans. Now, we don't have general intelligence that can do anything, but we have very specific tools that can do very specific things, such as Siri, Alexa, and the Google Assistant. Those are great examples of it. Um, machine learning is a subset of artificial intelligence and it's specifically where they teach machines to um, understand what they're seeing right? Computers could not until now see but now they can in their way in that if you search on Google Photos for cat pictures in your in your, um, in your database then Google Photos knows what cat pictures looks like because Google has trained it by showing it 10 million pictures of cats. It shows Mm. a big cat and a little cat and a white cat and a black cat and a cat doing this and a cat doing that and the cat in a hat. No, I'm (laughs) I'm not going to go there. But yeah, so machine learning is simply the process of teaching the computer to recognize things by showing them large numbers of whatever it is you want to show them. And so Google's trained their computer with data sets of all those things. But you can also train it to do other things like recognize language. Grammarly has a powerful AI engine. And in fact, now Grammarly doesn't just tell you what you know we spelled wrong and stuff. It'll suggest restructuring entire paragraphs. And that is based on AI that it's shown here's what these things look like. And typically after this word, you put that word and so it knows. So you can do it with Grammarly. They also have programs that do that with voice. We use a program called Speech Duo, which does automated voices. Those voices are AI generated, right? So I can tell it okay. to say, the rain in Spain falls mainly on the plane. And then I can tell it to do it with this voice, and it will do it yeah. with a British voice, uh, American voice, young voice, old voice, whatever it wants. And of course, the enunciation is really, really good. And they're getting to the point now where you can't tell the difference. And AI drives that. Mm. Another one tool we have is called Synthesia, and it's for creating talking head videos. So again, we can just type in what you want it to say, and it'll create a talking head video. In this case, from actual actors, they just Mm. essentially replace the mouth, and it's saying whatever you want it to say. But it looks real. Mm. What's coming down the pipe? Unreal Engine, which is a game engine for generating game scenes. Unreal Engine 5 now it's so realistic that they can generate people that you can't tell which one's real and which one isn't real. Mm-hmm. And scenes the same way. It's an order of magnitude from where gaming engines were before. Unreal Engine 5 is now being used in Hollywood. The Mandalorian, the scenes in the back of that Star Wars show, The Mandalorian, are done with Unreal Engine 5. Again, that's all AI-based stuff. So AI is infused in everything you do. A lot of time, you don't even know it. Right. That mm-hmm. again, the the Google Assistant. That's AI. The ability to talk to you. And so, it's about try, le- learning to leverage AI tools to give yourself strategic and tactical advantage. And that is the name of the game in 2022. And predictive uh-huh. modeling is the last one. Sorry, do you yeah. Mind?
0: No, I was going to ask you, what about predictive modeling? You
1: just anticipated. Yes. So predictive modeling kind of puts all those things together. And so, for instance, if you're marketing, um, during marketing, a predictive model will say to you, given this amount of data, we think that this customer would like to see X or Y, or we think this is the best strategy for this customer from a marketing standpoint. So, again, it looks at the data. Typically, it takes about a gigabyte of search data, let's say, for it to use, because, you know, these AI tools, they like more data, Right. They can, they can crunch through 10 million dog and cat pictures and no human could do that. Like, even in medical, they're becoming very useful for looking at things like finding tumors in for breast cancer, right? Because they can look at a million pictures, 10 million, 100 million pictures, and a doctor mm. can never do that. So they're going to recognize things that a doctor might not. So predictive modeling allows you to use AI and a set of data to predict Things like marketing to predict this is the copy that you should say for this client. This is the thing that that want to going to want to see. So as we go forward with these tools, you'll be able to use AI to suggest things to you that you might do that your target audience might like. And that is very valuable because then you can focus on saying your message better and it's going to be more specific because of that tool. As, as opposed mm-hmm. to trying to figure out what to say. Now you know mm-hmm. what to say, you just have to say, how can you say it in the best way? And so AI augments your abilities, which is why they call this the augmented age, right? Mm-hmm. The digital age was where we're at, now we're in the augmented age, where cognitive tools like this and AI will augment your brain power to be able to make better decisions faster and more relevant to your target audience.
0: And know, uh, you know, when we talk about earlier, social media platforms, are they using predictive tools
1: uh, right. at the moment? They, are. You know, or? they yeah, sure yeah. are. Facebook yeah. is one of the most yeah. powerful marketing tools on the planet. And whether you mm. think about Facebook, from a business mm. standpoint, mm. you are at a severe disadvantage if you're not using it. It has mm. somewhat like 15 targeting mechanisms. Now, they've changed it a bit, but they can target based on all kinds of things and, You know, targeting kind of has a bad name, but Mm. I love targeting. On YouTube, the algorithm targets videos for me. I don't have to do the research for it. I just look for the stuff that I want and I put in the keywords that I want. And now YouTube is sending me all the stuff that I do because I do all my research. And if you're not doing at least an hour to research a day, then you're not doing what you need to do to be successful. I can tell you that. Mm -hmm. but you don't want to have to go find that stuff. Remember I said about infinite supply. So you want to use targeting and curation for yourself so that you can bring in stuff and then you can then put that out to your clients. So targeting is a great thing to do. And it's valuable in YouTube and all the social media platforms to get better, more accurate results. And it's also good for the client Mm -hmm. because I don't want to see ads about things I'm not interested in. I'm not a big guy, team sports. I don't want to see football ads. So I want targeting and curated ads for me. And in fact, on mm-hmm. YouTube, I use the ads um, as a valuable tool to mm. study the competition. Right? Mm-hmm. So targeting is a valuable tool if you use it right. And it's all based on AI. And AI is going to be even more powerful in the future in the way that we use it. But it's always this last mile. Right? There's always a gap between the latest technology and how people use it. And that's what we feel. We play in that last mile where we're using the AI -hmm. AI tools to give more value to our clients. So if you look Mm -hmm. at it that way, no matter what they come out with, you can always curate those solutions. You can always give more value by adding to that. And again, if you're not using those tools, you're at a disadvantage because we can turn Mm -hmm. things around in four or five hours. We can do production in minutes and hours, not days because Mm -hmm. of all of these tools. And now you're Mm. competing against that. So if you can't do that, then you are going to be at a disadvantage. So you need Mm. to use these AI tools in your business, no matter what you do, to gain Mm. strategic advantage.
0: This really kind of speeds and streamlines the process in in those things, yeah. It changes uh,
1: changes the jobs that you do, right? Instead of Mm. doing like make work jobs, finding things and doing all that, you're doing the thing that only you can do. And that mm. is, that is a big deal. That is a really, really mm. important thing because your message and your offer are the most important things you do and only you can do that. So if you could outsource mm. all the finding and curating and all that stuff by using AI, well, mm. you had a huge advantage.
0: Mm. I imagine that's particularly appropriate for entrepreneurs. For example, people who come out of jobs, traditional jobs, become an entrepreneur. I know for me, it was a shock when that I was in nursing and I came into business and like I fell over in shock. I was not used to the business world, and suddenly it seemed like, you know, this thing that seemed to give me more operational freedom, now I was wearing several hats. Um, yeah. So, you know, it was a little bit kind of like winning a court case and then paying a lot back in fees thinking, how am I going to juggle all these balls? So I imagine what you're saying is very apt, uh, particularly for that that scenario. Um, so, um, I'm I'm just thinking or reminded of a a YouTube video where um, someone called Brett Feinstein, if that's the correct pronunciation, he was actually saying that um, in the advice he was giving uh, to young people, but I'm sure this is not just for young people, that given that we're living in a changing world and so much is changing and there are things that we just don't know how it's going to go, he was suggesting that it was better to invest in tools than knowledge per se. Hmm. which I found quite interesting. Yeah. Um, he, he, he sort of referenced particularly the education system, how it's let a lot of people down, but saying that at least with tools, particularly sets of tools, you can repurpose things. Whereas if you just got knowledge alone, that could cause you to become static. When yeah, the world knowledge changes, changes
1: rapidly. And what he means by tools is <laughs> Adobe Premiere, Illustrator, Illustrator. Hmm. Um, Learning to use, if you learn to edit using Adobe Premiere or any of software, that is a skill that you can monetize. Lots of people need mm-hmm. editing, right? Mm-hmm. If you learn to shoot with a camera, that's a tool that people need. If you learn to, uh, uh, to manage social media stuff, again, another tool. So learning mm-hmm. these specific tools. And I'll add to that, you wanna learn the broader processes for them. So I've been hiring uh, outsource workers for a long time and I kind of get two flavors. You get people that have taken a course and so they know how to push the buttons in Adobe, but they don't actually understand what they're doing, right? So you need to understand Uh the core value of what you're doing in editing, in processing, whatever it might be, not just how Mm. to, you know, push the buttons, Right? So mm-hmm. you understand editing, which means you have to understand aspect ratio and resolution and compression and, and outputs and things like this, not just, mm-hmm. oh, here's the button I push. So it's <laughs> critical that you right. understand the tools mm-hmm. and how to use mm-hmm. them. But those are transferable skills that you can use to generate money in different ways. You get a job doing this if, or a job doing that because you know how to do those things. And so mm. it's, it's, it's that as opposed to just, I know how to, you know, sell on uh, uh, XYZ site. that may be like MySpace. Well, MySpace isn't mm. around anymore, so that's kind of, you know, not useless. But if you mm. know how to edit videos for MySpace, well, mm. you can also edit videos for YouTube and TikTok. Mm. So mm. understanding the tools and, and skills like that is timeless, as opposed mm. to learning a specific knowledge about something that may be outdated in a little bit of time. And it, and it
0: sounds like the difference between somebody who is a pure technician, like you say, knows where the buttons are, versus yeah. someone who engages into really embracing and mastering what the whole thing is about, understanding what's around it, the connection, the relationships. Yeah, yeah. the why Good. and the
1: how, the why and the how. Yeah. Why are we doing it this way? Why are we doing it that way? And. Mm. and I do find a lot of the schools, they just don't, they're not great at teaching that stuff. But Mm. the good news is because of YouTube, you can basically learn whatever you want. Now you might have to wade through some really crappy videos to find (laughs) ones that are good. Yeah. But yes, you can teach yourself these things online. Certainly Mm. any Adobe product you can learn online. And if you learn any of those products, you have marketable skills, certainly, even Mm. if not just for yourself, but for other people. So, yeah, yeah, learning the to use the stuff and teaching yourself and lifelong learning. These are all the things that you really want to embrace. And this is what young people generally do. They go um. and figure out how to do it on YouTube.
0: You have been listening to the Modern Samurai Interviews with Martin Ricketts, The Digital Samurai, hosted by Anita Narayan. On the next episode, we'll discuss the critical importance of content-based marketing.
1: don't settle do work you love design your future and monetize your story